Hi, I'm Mike O'Connor and welcome to The Actualized Self, where in each episode we talk with world-class performers and entrepreneurs building a better tomorrow to learn the tactics, tools, habits, and routines they employ to accomplish all that they do and help us live a better, more abundant life. Um, today is a unique episode in that it's essentially just a solo conversation um, where I walk through some of my big sort of meta takeaways um, and really specific practices that some of our guests have helped me um, learn, adopt, and iterate uh, a bit on um, and that I found really helpful in terms of you know my, my own life, um, in terms of my own sort of journey as a sort of solo entrepreneur, um, and in terms of just sort of organizing my time, working with greater intentionality, uh, and I think, um, you know, dealing with the sort of demands, uh, you know, that everybody sort of deals with, right? Sort of like family and, and job and, uh, you know, the different pieces that you're sort of balancing uh, with terms of sort of like mental acuity, mental clarity, um, you know, and just sort of that, uh, you know, sort of attacking things so that you feel like you're doing them, uh, doing them well, um, doing them with purpose. Uh, and doing them hopefully with a bit of uh, uh, sort of joy along along the way, right? Um, so excited to to share uh, three uh, three practices that I've uh, sort of like just picked up and iterated, etc. Um, actually, as a result of doing this show. Uh, so I'll go ahead and, and dive right in. Um, the first one, which I'm excited to tell you guys about, is actually a combination uh, that I've I've sort of picked up from, from two different guests. Um, Jimmy Rose uh, was, was one of our first guests. He was the one that is a world-class automation expert. Um, and if you Google, uh, you know, uh, pieces on automation or Zapier uh, or some of the sort of auto, other automation tools, you'll likely actually see Jimmy's name come up really high in the search results. Um, his SEO actually sort of performed uh, to sort of put his name at, at the very top of, of those searches. Uh, he uses something called the triage to-do list, which I found incredibly helpful. Um, I actually sort of combined that hack with something that Harry, uh, Carson Man, Harry is the, uh, the founder of Auto Sciences, a medical student um, and uh, a space fellow. Uh, he uses this hack from Y Combinator that essentially sort of organizes things in a three column spreadsheet. You can think of it as that says task in one, impact in the next, and then complexity in the last. And I found that by actually sort of using the triage to-do list that Jimmy talks about in combination with this task impact complexity framework that Harry talks about has been for me a really, really helpful thing uh, a game changer that I'm going to continue to use and, and really sort of iterate on just to go a little bit deeper on, on what Harry's talking about here. And I'll link to a, a Y Combinator show notes um, and some documents to sort of show you how this works. But essentially, we all have the, the list of tasks that we need to do in a day, right? All the things that we sort of need to do. What this framework has done for me is when I sort of, when I don't just sort of write out the tasks, but I also sort of think about their potential impact. Like how, how 
much potential impact. How much ROI can I get out of, out of this sort of framework right here? Um, when I think about that, that impact, and then I think about the complexity that sort of goes into it, it gives me a real sort of easy operating framework for deciding on what I want to focus on and where I should sort of put my initial energies because it essentially just allows me and helps me sort of think about where is there the most ROI relative to effort. Um, for instance, right, if you're working through, if you've got your task list and you've got 10 things on there and you're looking at them and you're noticing right away, um, oh my gosh, these things related to sales um, have the most impact by far. Then it's it, it's it's obvious that you should sort of use to zero in and focus there. But when you really start to look at the complexity of it, is it a high complexity task or is it a low complexity task? If it's a low complexity task, if it's something that's relatively easy to do, you do it right away and you just start right there. Um, so again, that's been a real game changer. Um, there's still going to be all sorts of tasks, and Harry talks about this really well. Um, there's still going to be tasks that are uh, that are high complexity um, and low impact that you just need to do, and that's something that we all need to, you know, sort of unfortunately sort of go through uh, for for different reasons. Um, but this gives a really sort of great framework for, you know, do I do this right now or do I sort of kick this down the road and and do it later? So again, I'll link that in the show notes here, but definitely check it out. I think you'll you'll really enjoy that hack. Um, another thing that I've been iterating on, which directly connects to this, um, and which I talk about in my class. And if you sign up on the email distribution list, you'll get a simple framework for doing this. Um, but I have this method called the three part journal, uh, for, for sort of tackling the day. Um, and there's a bigger sort of, uh, thing that sort of goes with that in terms of this master of the morning document, which you can, you can get for free again by signing up on the website, but. Uh, the three-part journal I really like from the framework of, um, you know, getting your thoughts out, getting your sort of monkey mind, uh, that, that sort of um, free-flowing, uh, you know, mile-a-minute kind of thinking, just getting that, um, you know, sort of messy anxiety that, you know, that we all sort of like wake up with or just have um, running sort of in the background throughout the day. It helps you sort of get that on paper. Um, and something about sort of getting it out on paper and just doing this five minute journal exercise of just like writing it down, writing it down, I found it's just such a great, um, great practice for me and, and something that's been super helpful. So um, the first part of this three part journal is um, I actually have mine labeled the monkey mind journal, um, but just like five minutes of just like getting the thoughts of just getting it all out, right? Uh, the second piece that I found really sort of helpful immediately after that, so that's five minutes, um, and then just spending um, another three to five minutes on gratitude. Um, there's all sorts of frameworks that go into more detail on how to do this. Um, to be honest, I think uh, this is a space where, you know, don't let the perfect be the enemy of good. Um, I think simply sort of writing things that you're you're grateful for with with an eye for specificity uh, and with an eye for recency. So things that have happened within the last day or two that make you really grateful uh, is is a helpful practice. Um, and and for sake of ease, I, I go into a little bit more detail on this on the um, uh, uh, if you, if you sign up, but simply do it. I think is the most important thing, 
right? So just writing things you're grateful down. I don't think you even need a target number. Um, spending three to five minutes, again, some degree of specificity and uh, recency, I think are helpful, uh, but just do it. I think you'll find it to be a really helpful practice. Um, the the piece, the third part of that, um, which I was sort of using before and I've switched up the framework a little bit was my sort of quote unquote, get to do list. Something about that sort of simple reframe of like, hey, I get to do this. I have the privilege of doing this. Uh, I found really helpful. Um, James Clear cites some interesting studies uh, around that, why that reframe is particularly useful. Um, but again, that sort of get to do list, which, uh, you know, we sort of combined with that sort of triage to do list and that three column piece above. Um, I found really, really helpful, right? So again, um, really sort of simple practice, um, three parts, brain dump, gratitude, and get to do. I think you'll you'll really sort of enjoy doing this. Um, the last thing that I'm gonna talk about is a practice that I've used uh, for high performance situations. And I've implemented this personally quite a bit, um, but I've also used it in coaching practices with um, high performance students with uh, people that are career transitioning and have interview anxiety. Um, I've used this with some friends that were doing TED Talks uh, or big public performances um, and uh, and wanted to just sort of like, you know, um, channel that, you know, that sort of anxiety in a sort of more productive way. Um, but this is actually a sort of practice that I picked up from the book, The Art of Learning by Josh Waitzkin. Um, Josh was this incredible chess prodigy. He's uh, the, the, the movie um, book, um, Searching for Fab Bobby Fisher is actually based on young Josh Whiteskin's life. He's since gone on to do this incredible work in performance coaching. Um, I've got all these small worlds connections to him. He sounds like this really incredible, um, mindful guy. He's now this um, uh, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitor, uh, world-class surfer, and all this other stuff. Anyway, I keep talking about Josh. Um, but this amazing high-performance hack that sort of he uses with his clients, which I've adopted, is essentially, again, like a really sort of th simple three-part formula um, of, uh, you know, on days where you've got like a really big event, whether it's an interview, a public talk, uh, a presentation to your board, um, a presentation that you're nervous about anything, or if it's just even a morning ritual that you want to, that you want to use on days that you can use a little extra oomph. Uh, three parts are exercise, mindfulness, and then what I call a pump up song. All right. Um, so just to go through these, um, the exercise piece, uh, what, what I'd recommend here is it again, not letting perfectly the enemy good, um, I actually prefer on, on days that you're going to this uh, short, intense, short, but intense. Um, I found the best way to do this um, and everybody's different, you know, so experiment for yourself to figure out what works best for you. Um, but to me, somewhere between uh, like six to 20 minutes of really intense exercise um, or fairly intense exercise, I found to be really helpful. Right. So that could be anything from, um, you know, you're doing kettlebell swings to a bunch of burpees to um, maybe you're a runner and you just go all out with sprints for a little bit. Um, it almost doesn't matter what what specifically you're doing. 
I suggest doing things that are uh, that use your full body and have full range of motions and that get your heart rate up. Um, you want to be getting above that 125 range, um, which basically just means that you're you're huffing and puffing pretty good. Um, you know, the, the, the goal here is to regulate your cortisol levels and um, get your sort of dopamine and serotonin things sort of pumping in that sort of that good direction. Um, this, so after you do that, you're actually going to go then go into a mindfulness practice, right? Um, and I'm using mindfulness with this really sort of broad umbrella because I think a lot of time people sort of default to some form of meditation, um, you know, whether that's uh, traditional or, um, or you're doing some type of chants uh, or mantra or whatever. Um, and if you do that, that's great. That's my, my go-to for sure um, is, is doing something in that camp. Um, but it can actually also mean something sort of as simple as like, um, you know, doing something that you would do sort of like a, for a pregame ritual if you're an athlete. Uh, you know, doing something if you're if you play an instrument at a at a high level and you've got a sort of ritual for that, you know, doing something with your instrument, um, but doing some type of practice that actually sort of just puts your mind into a sort of more static um, uh, state and where you don't have the same type of interference uh, that you normally would. Maybe it's a white noise machine, um, but some type of mindfulness practice I think is really really key there. Um, and then, uh, the last piece of it, um, so you'll spend, you know, 10 ish minutes sort of doing that. Um, and the last piece of it is, is, uh, what I call the pump up song. Um, so this is just one song that sort of puts you in a good mood, good spirits, um, and gets you, gets you feeling and, and pumped up pretty, pretty good. I've got a ton of recommendations I'm not going to bore you with right now. Um, but I think just find one that, uh, that works for you and, and, and sort of helps you sort of feel good. Um, the thing actually sort of combined with, uh, with the sort of pump up sound that I've personally found like really helpful is also some sort of like body posturing and bo body posing. Um, this is amazing Ted talk by, by Amy Cuddy, where she talks about, um, just the neurochemical benefits that you actually get from being in this sort of dominant pose. Um, so again, if you're going into this high performance situation, be it an interview or be it something like that, um, you know, the, the exercise combined with just a little bit of, you know, uh, movement through the pump up song or whatever, will sort of organically sort of get you in that space, but actually sort of doing like a power pose for a little bit or some type of sort of dominant position pose, maybe your hands up or over your head, or you've got your hand on your hips or something like that. Um, any of those actually sort of help quite a bit. Uh, in terms of, again, just sort of lowering that cortisol level, um, getting your dopamine and serotonin uh, ready ready to go. Um, so that's it. Again, three parts for, for that particular one. Uh, exercise, mindfulness, pump-ups on. And again, if you if you mix in some, um, some pos positive um, body posture in there, I find that's a really useful hack as well. Um, as always, uh, very excited to, to hear what you think uh, and what you found personally useful uh, in terms of your own practices. Um, but, uh, but that's what I've got for today. So thanks so much for listening and we'll talk soon.